Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up? Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 151 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Happy Halloween. This is Chris. Happy Halloween indeed, Chris. Chris, this is your holiday. I really like Halloween. You love Halloween. But I, I actually want to say I, I like the silliness of Halloween. I, I'm, I don't go for like the horror part of Halloween. Okay. I'm like, I like it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm in Halloween for like just silly, crazy stuff. Did you get any new silly, crazy decorations this year? Or are you waiting until after Halloween, I, Spirit goes on sale? I do both. So, okay. like, like when Spirit Halloween opens in, like, uh, September, uh-huh. I it, – actually, they might open on August 30th or August 31st this year. I forget. But anyway, I'll go there before pre-Halloween, get a few things. And then I'll go day after Halloween, get a few things on sale. So I add a few things every year. Okay. And I did and, get new things this year. And what, I honestly – I'm not and, even sure which, one, which ones were new. <laughs> because <laughs> i have i have a, i have so many now anything you're really proud of like what is your like crowning jewel of your halloween i i don't know if i have that yet because here's here's one thing i got two young kids right so i keep, try to keep it light keep it fun don't want anything scary yeah this i do have one thing that scares owen uh it's a gargoyle and it has a motion sensor and when you walk by it like talks and that makes him cry so that's turned off so that's the level i'm at i can't get anything scarier than that so okay. like yeah i can do i have some i have some cool lanterns i really like just just make purple and green lights. Just think it's cool for ambience. I have a little. Uh, it's kind of. Uh, I I look for like what's the word like. Like those, you know, how people make those Christmas villages or Halloween villages, yeah. like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, like a, right. Little like, like a little like a little house that with light with lights and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I mean, I am in. I am looking to do a like more outdoor stuff. I have a, I have a graveyard section. I'm looking into. Um, so I've been looking for a while a while for. Something that looks like a like a flaming cauldron or not uh, a flaming light that would that I could hang. Okay. So you know, picture like a light, like a like one of those like like a flaming bowl that's like yeah. hung from three chains. Yeah. So I I found one. I've tested a couple. I, I've just bought a few to try out, and I haven't found like the holy grail, which would be battery powered, but have a light and like look like fire. Okay. So the ones that you all have are wired. Yeah, the ones I have are wired, and okay. I have a wired one that looks pretty good. But I'd like to put three, and I don't have like it's hard to do the wiring for all. Of them, and so. would you just hang those like around your porch where you have yeah, like, you know hanging where baskets? you know where I have those hanging baskets? Yeah, exactly. That's where I want to put them. Yeah. Okay. Wow, you you really got it thought out. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. I have like a like a whole like ten year plan for like an for for a whole outdoor situation. Um, and eventually, you want to do a like a haunted walk. That, that's correct? the dream. That's the dream. Just I have I have the I have a like woods in my backyard. I have to cut a bigger trail. Yeah, and then I have to figure out how to like put junk fill it back with stuff. There. Yeah, but that's that's the I dream, shouldn't yeah. say junk. Meaning like, well, I know, I know like some um, haunted walkthroughs. Like people have like abandoned cars back there, and then like set up. Like, I would a take whole one. Scene I'd, that'd something. be cool. I'd put junk in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. That's that's a long term goal. Yeah. 
Well, you got plenty of time. You got plenty I, I of time. I do, yeah. I mean, yeah. Once the kids get older, then they'll want to get involved, you know? And then I can go for the bigger things, right? Because I would like to have, like, a crown jewel, like like the Home Depot skeleton or werewolf. Right. So far, they're not passing the wife acceptance factor. <laughs> but maybe someday. You, gotta, you just got to keep There were a few for in some of the parades we've seen this week. And I was telling her, if you just let me spend $400 on <laughs> Halloween decorations, we could have had you, one, too. That could be yours. <laughs> they seem like pretty sturdy from oh i think they're solid a lot most of them have like light up eyes yeah we saw one hooked up to the back of a truck was Uh, that the werewolf or the skeleton uh it was a skeleton okay but the eyes weren't lighting up because i remember you Uh, you pointed out that i saw one i saw the werewolf driving home today it looked really cool where's that one when i was i had to drive somewhere today okay someone had it in their yard all right yeah i haven't noticed that one it was far away okay there we go yeah so wow, well we'll have to check in next year and see. Well, we'll, we'll catch keep, up with you after. Uh, I'll keep you updated after. Well, you know this episode's <laughs> released on Halloween. We'll see how you do uh, hitting up Spirit tomorrow on the first of November and uh, and go from there. Yep, it's exciting stuff. <laughs> awesome. Um, are you are you going to dress up for Halloween? Are you going to when you? I, get, I have a Ghostbuster costume this year. I think I'll throw it on. Okay, because I think our neighborhood's like trying to do something this year. Okay, like, normally everyone in my neighborhood has a bunch of kids, but everyone leaves. Okay, because I don't blame them. It's not a huge like. It's a it's an okay sized neighborhood, but it doesn't really connect to other neighborhoods. It's like a, so like, like a little horseshoe. It's a horseshoe on a major road, so right? Like you wouldn't really you do our street, and then you have to then you'd have to drive. So most people just leave. I get it. Yeah, it's not the perfect. And I thought about this when I bought the house because I I also always wanted like a huge trick or treat neighborhood. Yeah, and then I wanted to become like the cool trick or treat house, house on Halloween, and I I'm probably not going to get that. But maybe this year, with there'll at least be other, we'll have some. You got to start, you know, grooming it, getting up to that point. Can't, I was, I, I was thinking eventually when I get things going, I'll have to put up flyers, be like, come to this house for the haunted walk. You gotta, stuff. you gotta advertise like king size candy bars or something. I so I, I feel like that's best left for like word of mouth, like guerrilla advertising, Ooh, like, that's to a good be idea. like the whispers of the, right. the big candy house, right? Yeah, it's but I'll advertise, I'll advertise the, the decorations and like the walk. I like it. That, that was, I have really, I, I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we ever had a Patreon, maybe we could uh, do a full sit-down Halloween. Uh, you think people would just fund my Halloween house? They wouldn't actually wouldn't go, and none of the money would go to the podcast. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's your dream. It's your dream, Chris. It's your dream. You, you work for this all year. Um, well, that's exciting. So we hope everybody has a a very happy and safe Halloween today. I'm curious. It kind of stinks. It's on a Monday. Uh, so I'm curious if any, uh, you know, any any listeners, you know, town celebrated it over the weekend, or you know, it's it's the 31st it's monday just I, go for it i would i would be a, a big in favor of either the friday or saturday of halloween to do trick-or-treating yeah because just a random weeknight i think it's it's lackluster unfortunately i don't know if you recall last year was like the holy grail of halloweens and it was a covid halloween because it was on i believe it was on a saturday and it was on a full moon and most a lot of towns didn't even have trick-or-treating or two years ago Wait, was it two years ago two, uh two, what monday yeah, two La- years ago. Last was, year we did trigger. Yeah, right. two it years went, ago it was on a Saturday. Yeah, two years ago, like every holiday was on a Saturday. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was COVID. Yeah, sorry, two years but, ago. No, that's okay. And the the past moon, two I'm years have sure. been like a blur. So I totally get that. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Yeah, it really. Yeah, because I mean, Halloween's on a Saturday. Yeah. Like, I feel like at that point, trigger treating should be like until midnight. Yeah, like, why not? Don't right? end it at Just 8 o'clock. Whole thing. Although, on a, a, the sad side of that is, did you hear what happened in, um, in South, South Korea? I did hear about that. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, like 100, over 100 people like died. 150 people. They had like a massive Halloween-like stampede, God. which I don't even know how that happens, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're hard. It'd be safe out there. Yeah, yeah don't... Def- if, you, if the crowd looks right. really... If there's yeah. like 10,000 people in your street, <laughs> find another street, because the candy's already gone. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. There's no way. 
Uh, something I, else I do want to add um, is uh, Chris and I, we live outside the Philadelphia uh, area. Yeah, we do. And we are both avid Philadelphia Phillies fans. Um, and just right before we started recording, they let up three runs in the bottom of the first against we the like, Astros. We're like, Let's and we're like, we're going to leave. And uh, so we're not watching the score. I, I originally wanted to have it on in the background because this is the only day we could figure out to, uh, to, 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 to record and the game was happening at the same time. But um, I originally wanted to have it on because, like, they're ASAC Wheeler's pitching. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And then he let up, like, three doubles on, like, four pitches. I'll say, though, I mean, I'm enough of a fan. I still believe. I still believe. I, I still believe, too. They're up one I'm not nil, giving up on one, one. They're up 1-0 in the series right now. No. They got they, – there's plenty plenty of baseball to be played. So um, we will uh, be cheering on the Phillies, and we hope that uh, you guys can cheer them on as well, unless you live in Houston. Or there's, we might not have a lot of baseball. That's true. Uh, That's true. Listeners. I know. I know uh, baseball is not really popular with uh, today's youth, but I gotta say, I I hardly watch it all anymore, just because of time. Like, I have a limited free time, yeah. and I just watching a whole baseball game isn't like my top choice. I didn't, I have I haven't been to a game since 2019, just COVID, and then having a baby, just haven't gone. Um, but I'll catch like a little bit of a game maybe on sure. on TV, yeah. but like this postseason, I'm like every game like trying to keep Same. up with what's going on Agre- in some in some way i'm i'm, I'm all in now yeah yeah it's, it's super exciting it's super exciting so um if you remember our previous episode we had ahsoka tano versus hermione granger great two characters going up against each other here and uh, talking about our poll results from that episode we got some great responses here we're looking at 83 percent to ahsoka tano mm. to 16.7 percent to Hermione Granger. So the listeners seem pretty uh, decisive there on who they think would win in that match. I tip my hat to you. Well argued, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. They're wrong, though, unfortunately. Um, A wizard could beat a Jedi. (laughs) I will give a shout-out that there's a new series on Disney Plus called Tales of the Jedi. It's six episodes, uh, 15 minutes each. They're shorter. And um, three of the episodes have to do with Ahsoka's upbringing. Wow. And I've only seen one of the Ahsoka ones so far. But the other ones have been very good, too. Um, so let's look at a couple uh, – some feedback here we have some, from our listeners. Uh, one listener writes in saying, Ahsoka can use the Force to disarm Hermione. Hermione does not have any kind of abilities that allow her to maintain her grip on her wand or to make it return to her if she loses it. And this person was the first vote, and they were very proud of being uh, the first vote. Uh, someone else writes in saying the athletic abilities, physical strength, force capabilities, and dual lightsabers are too much for Hermione to handle. Um, this, uh, this, I'm assuming this is from Paul Dewey because he also writes in saying no story this week. However, I will say this. A disarmed Ahsoka can still get behind Hermione and use her force to summon the lightsaber to her. Uh, we saw Hermione unable to get away from Bellatrix's grip, so Hermione will be stuck until she is defeated by the lightsaber. That is true. Someone else writing in, Darth Vader lover saying Ahsoka would destroy all caps Hermione the force is OP and Ahsoka is very powerful uh, is a very powerful Jedi and a master of Draki which is the art of dual wielding lightsabers and plus the agility factor makes it a slam dunk for a uh, for Ahsoka wow, strong feelings very strong feelings I, mean, I think people are are really underselling magic like there's so many magic spells. Well, so this this is the last comment I want to read here someone else wrote in saying she is a wizard who can turn back time which is a good point. She yeah. Use the time maybe. turn. Depends when, the, if all the time turners were destroyed. Well, that's true. <laughs> but like, it's interesting because in the movies, when she goes back in time, you kind of have two Hermione's essentially. 
mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Could she just keep going back in time and time and time and time and have like an entire army of Hermione's to fight against Ahsoka, or would that just cause like some kind of uh, paradoxical you can't, you can't issue? Really overthink and, time travel. Yeah. You know. Um, so uh, last thing I do want to add, Chris, is that we have a riddle. A riddle, a riddle. Yay. We have another riddle. Okay. Thank you. For uh, this, this is from the person who wrote in uh, from the previous riddle. And this is what the riddle is. Ready? I'm ready. One of these words does not belong. Which is it and why? Okay. Brawl, carrot, change, clover, proper, scared, Stone, 70, swing, and travel. All right. This sounds like one I'm going to have to think a lot about, so I'm, I'm not going to – unless you know it right away. The answer is right. The, the, they told me not the, to show it to you because they oh. immediately wrote the answer. Okay. I, I'm not going to waste time thinking about it now, but I'm going to come back to it later. Okay. Maybe we can edit it in at the end. Okay. Sounds good. Because I feel like – I feel like I'm not going to get. I think you have to look at the words. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I don't want to just stare yeah. at the words and be silent. We'll um, we'll 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 we'll, I, we'll look at it. I love look this riddle it. already though, because yeah. I first of all I've never heard it before. Okay. And second of all, it sounds like a great riddle. I, I'll give you my initial thoughts. Um, my initial thinking is there's some word that you can say with all the other words, like like a two like it makes it like a two part word, and all it works for a bunch except one. Okay. I don't know. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna I'm gonna workshop that. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. I like it. All right. Okay, so before we get into today's episode, we have one more thing to do. We have a non-fictional review, which means we have to give a fictional background to a listener. Uh, Chris, this um, review comes from listener Albert Arts, um, and the title of Albert's review is Bruh. B-R-U-H. Correct. Yeah. And Albert writes, you will never be James Gavzi and Ray Steckens. Stop trying. One star. Oh, yeah. Ouch, it hurts so much. This, this, uh, this Albert gentleman uh, feels very strongly that our podcast is not up to, to his standards of podcasting. So which, that's... quick background, those two people, I believe, host a, another podcast Called, yes. Called what's the name of theirs? It's yes. Yeah, so those two gentlemen, James uh, Grivsey, and uh, if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, I apologize. And Ray Steckens. We don't apologize. Well, I, I apologize to the the gentleman who uh, hosts that. Fair show. enough. Yes. Um, they host a podcast called The Who Would Win Show. Yes. Um, which and, I believe is more successful than us. Yes, because well, I mean, give credit where credit is due. The gentleman James uh, Gavsey, he is a like a, he's a comic book writer. That's right. Yeah, they have, um, they have connections. Like they like they're involved in the industry. They have and, like production value in their show. Correct. And, and I mean, like these these gentlemen, as far as I, I I know, like they do this professionally. You know, like we we've always said, like you and I, we do this for a hobby. It's just something fun that we do. We look forward and we to do doing. not try to be those guys. We that is a hundred percent. I don't think I've ever listened to their show. I and I don't mean that out of disrespect. No, I don't either. I actually no. I think it's a very good show. Right. Yeah, I've never I've never it's listened to it ours. either. It it's probably <laughs> has higher production value than we do because they probably have a lot more uh you know going with their show and they probably have a lot more time to dedicate to their show than than you and I do only cuz our careers are different than than their careers. So um yeah, this Albert Arch gentleman, uh, he seems so strongly and 
and he I'm really, sorry. Really like us. I'm sorry that you don't like us. Uh, I mean, like like Chris said, we're not trying to be these two gentlemen, so we don't have to stop trying because we never were. And actually, uh, I'll get this trying. real quick. I think we started our show first. I think it was. I think it was the same sound. Was, very. It was close. very close. Though. It was very yeah. close. Yes. Um. So so Albert Arts for a fictional background. I think that this is just a gentleman who. Um, I'm going to be quite honest. I don't, I'd be surprised if he even ever listened to, uh, an episode of ours. I'd be, I'd be curious if, if he listened to anything all the way through. Um, but you know what? That's, that's his freedom to, to put his voice out there. Um, but yeah, that's, I, I'd, I'd say I, I can pretty much guess what this person, like it, I don't have to come up with a fictional or non-fictional review because I know exactly, uh, who this guy is. Interesting. But- so okay anyway so but he did he did take the time he did he you disliked know? us so much he wrote all this down in one, one star we maybe should have should have put some parameters on the fictional backgrounds to say you have to give us at least three stars <laughs> but hey i wanted people to be honest so I well that's wanna... that's what we always say we want people to be honest with us i mean yeah does that have our average yeah our average got bumped down from a 4.8 <laughs> to a 4.6 now so you not, know, not not much constructive criticism, to be honest, either. He no, just, he he hates our show because we're not two other because we're not two people. other. Yeah, we're like not those people. And I'm sorry, you know, to quote Dwight Schrute, identity theft is not a joke, and we don't plan on be trying to become them. Um, if if we were trying to become them, we would have tried already. If we wanted to monetize this show, if we wanted to, we would have had shows weekly. <laughs> Like we did a long, long time ago before we had kids and yeah, all that kind of stuff. So you don't have to defend yourself, Steve. You're a great podcast host. I love, I'm not trying to defend myself. I'm just trying to, uh, you know, put it, put it out there for the listeners to, to see. We know, we know who our true fans are. That's right. And we thank you guys. And they're, they're the, that's right. And they, but on the other hand, they now just found out about this other podcast. That's a better version of ours. So (laughs) they might leave us now. Hey, you know what? And if you go over there and you enjoy it, go for it. I agree. That's, 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 you know, what podcasting is all about. Find what you love. So anyway, Albert, thanks for taking the time to leave us a review. Chris, ready to get into today's episode? I'm ready. Yep. All right, let's do it. As always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can send us an email at whowouldwincast at gmail.com and consider checking out our website, whowouldwincast.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts to help us spread the word about our show. Preferably more than one star. Uh, being honest. And you'll get a shout out on our show chris what are we talking about today well of course it's a halloween episode it is halloween yeah uh the release of this the release date at least is halloween you could be listening to this any time of year um and it's a it's a reboot of episode two of the who would win podcast so if you haven't heard that's a podcast that is a ripoff of this other podcast (laughs) but episode two they did a halloween episode i'm i'm kidding this was our podcast we did a halloween episode it was our second episode i thought you told me that Oh, I didn't think. I, oh, it's like episode like five or something. Okay, okay. An early it, it's, episode. it's early on. The reason yeah. I said that is because I wasn't in it. It was before I was a permanent co-host, so yes. that's why I thought it was like one, two, or three. Yes, and I know it wasn't one. Anyway, the Halloween episode. It was pick a character and then put them through three quintessential Halloween activities, and who is better? So one. Does the order matter? Because I don't know if I'm going to remember the order you told me. Bobbing um, for apples. Well, yeah, we'll do bobbing for apples. Number two. 
costume contests. Number three, pumpkin carving. Number four, corn maze. You wrote hay maze, which would be less challenging. Oh, my apologies. Depending how you make your hay maze. You know why I was I wrote that down? Because <laughs> you were thinking of hay rides. You're like you're like I want to go on a hay ride. No, no. Um, I was just I was listening to Office Ladies, and they just did an episode of The Office where Dwight builds a hay maze in the parking lot. Oh, did he do it with stacks like the bales of hay? Like, yes, stacks? yes. That's what I was like. I guess you could make that work. It just takes so much. Hay. So they they went into it though because that it wasn't hay. Actually, it was straw that was used uh, in the episode. Common, common misconception. Exactly. Right, yeah. So they like. Dwight says, I am the hay king, and they're like, it's really straw. But anywho, that's why I wrote hay. I apologize. Um, corn I'm, maze. I apologize for calling you out. I didn't have to say anything. I knew you meant corn maze. <laughs> but anyway, we added corn maze. That wasn't in the original. That's why it's a reboot. Yes. It's a little dark and little, grittier. That's it. <laughs> it's a DC reboot. Christopher Nolan's coming on. Just kidding. We're going to keep it fun. Uh, let's let's tell our characters. Let's do it. I, I want you to start, Chris. All right. I actually picked a Halloween character. I'm like, someone. So uh, I picked Hubie Dubois. The star and main character of Hubie Halloween, the 2020 Netflix movie that I really like for some reason. I, I can acknowledge its faults, but I actually think it's a fun movie. And I'm st- I do a tradition. It's only like two years old, right? But I, I have an ongoing tra- tradition where I watch it every Halloween. So two- On Halloween? No, at least the Halloween month. Gotcha. But I haven't watched this year yet, so I got to watch it. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, you got so, it. But yeah. um, I'm, I'm two for two. I don't know, just get this year and make it three years. It'll be a tradition. Um, it's uh, it's interesting. I, I think I think the main problem is Adam Sandler. Uh, <laughs> only because of some of the acting choices he makes. I don't want to go too far into this. Um, but I will. I, I do think he, he committed what Robert Downey Jr. warned us of in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> that I, I will not say for sensitivity reasons. But I think Adam Sandler does that. In this movie, he he really commits to the character that he's yeah, playing. I, I actually would like throw my hat in favor of renaming what Robert Downey Jr. describes in that movie and calling it "Going Full Adam Sandler." Okay, because Adam Sandler does it so much. That <laughs> That's true. That it's true. It detracts from the character because I think he actually played like a sweet, like likable character that would have been more likable and less annoying if he didn't go full Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh, but I mean it. It made me laugh. It has dumb stuff, uh, but it's like I think it's fun, and I would recommend it if you haven't seen it. Well, with some caveats. If you hate Adam Sandler, you definitely won't like this movie. Um, but it's like a fun. It's like a fun, silly Halloween movie. It has some mystery elements in it. It has Julie Bowen in it. It has actually a bunch of cameos. Uh, unsurprising for an Adam Sandler movie. I was gonna say it has, look, it has look. Ray Liotta. It has uh, Shaquille O'Neal. It has. Does, does it have his usual crew? I'm looking at this poster. I can uh, I can see. Um, Rob, Rob Schneider, I think, is a character in it. Um, uh, Maya Rudolph's in it. Okay. Um, Paul. Um, who played Paul Blart? I can't think of the. Oh, Kevin James. Oh no, I think Kevin James is in it. Is he in the picture? Is he the cop? Yeah, lo- yeah, yeah, it looks, looks like Kevin, Kevin James. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What? A uh, Steve Buscemi's in it. That's who I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Okay, and probably so, a few others I'm forgetting. So, so Hubie Halloween. All oh, right. Yeah. So Hubie, Hall- Hubie, Hubie Dubois is the main character. He's a character who loves Halloween. So I picked him for this Halloween episode. And who'd you pick for the Halloween episode? So for the Halloween episode, I picked. I did not pick someone who uh, has anything to do with has Halloween. Anything at all. to do with Halloween? However, well, that's not true. He wears black. So yeah. So the character. <laughs> so I, I was thinking more of the look of the character as if they were wearing it as a Halloween costume. Uh, I think just, this. I'm I think just, this, I'm just busting. I think this would be a cool Halloween costume. So the it, character. It would be cool. The character that I chose is a character named Galen Merrick, and you might be thinking who. 
And Galen Merrick. Well, if you love Star Wars, you're like, yes. That's true. Uh, which, uh, I mean, I don't know. Listeners will, long time oh, listeners definitely will have know. Star Wars fans. I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big Star Wars guy. So Galen Merrick, he was the main character from the uh, the Force Unleashed video games. Both Force Unleashed and Force Unleashed 2 came out 2008. And then the next one, I believe, was 2010. I might be wrong on that one. And anyway, so he was Darth Vader's secret Sith apprentice. This is all legends. None of this is canon anymore. And... Um, at one point, at the end, spoiler alert, uh, at the end of the first game, Galen Merrick dies. He gets oh. he, he gets killed. And like the Sith love doing, we learned that from the sequel trilogy, uh, Darth Vader is able to clone him and bring him back to life in the sequel. And in the sequel, um, he gets this awesome Sith armor. Uh, it's like a, he's got this long black cloak like the Sith do. But he's got this awesome um, kind of... It's not really Mandalorian looking, but it's like this silver helmet that goes over, uh, you know, it covers his head. He um, holds his lightsaber. Uh, is, that, is that called like, I think, Shoto style where it's behind? I trust you. They hold it backwards right. like Ahsoka does. And he also has these like claw things uh, on his arm. Oh, he does have claw we'll, things. Yeah, we'll have we'll have pictures. What a spooky guy. Uh, right, super spooky. Super spooky. He's just ripping off every other character in yeah. his costume. Um, and his his nickname is also Star Killer, and I can get into to that later on. Um, but that's that's who I'm choosing. So, like I said, nothing to do with Halloween. However, looking at the aesthetics, I think a it would be a super cool costume to have. B it would be a spooky costume to see. And C I think he has some great qualities um, with his costume and also his uh, abilities that will help him succeed in the Halloween uh, party competition that we are throwing to. So I have two questions. Sure. Actually, I have a question and a statement. Question first. Was part of this game like where you could choose between doing like light and dark things or were you just a fully dark side character? So he um, does dark side stuff in the beginning and then as the plot goes on, he does turn good. Okay, that's what I thought. Which is a classic star wars video game does he change thing. his look like that or is that that's you that picture that you described is from two so this is from two when he's the clone uh in the first one he looks more just like a regular person when he's a clone does he get any of the memories from his original or that's no? a good question because that's kind of sad it's just yeah, like a new, current, I new person don't, i don't recall to be honest with you um the second one was not as good as the first one the first one's very good um it kind of stinks that it's not canon anymore but so my comment Great was going to be, if I saw this person and didn't know who it was, it looked, it looked like they took a, like multiple Halloween costumes. They took just like a generic black robe from like a death costume. Yeah. They took a RoboCop helmet. Yeah. They took Freddy Krueger yes. claws. Yes. And, and just then they took it. just like a lightsaber just from a, a lightsaber Star, from a Star threw Wars it together. costume. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. That's kind of what it looked like. If you saw someone cosplaying at this, you'd just assume that they just threw all this stuff together and was their own creation. They but. do look pretty cool though. Yeah. Yeah. He, I Although mean, I question how hard it is to hold a lightsaber with those claws. Yeah, that's a very interesting design choice. But hey, we'll we'll, we'll see how it holds does up. Does he though, use and... the claws? Does he does, is scratching part of his like repertoire of he, he, attacks? Oh, man, I don't I don't remember for this. Like I said, this this is on the second game. I don't remember that one as much as I do the first one. Um, so Darth Vader liked this guy so much. He's like he'd rather clone him than find another apprentice. Yeah. So yeah. Um, they could grow clones fast, right? They don't have to like raise them from babies, right? Correct. Because that's a sitcom in the making. Darth Vader raising a <laughs> raising baby. a bunch of baby clones. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like someone has to raise them because they, they they do have to grow. They just grow. You could call it one and a half men quicker because he's the half. Darth Vader's the half because he's missing all of his limbs. And that and that guy's the the full. And he's the one. Oh yeah. wow. 
I don't know. <laughs> okay, calling it two halves doesn't work either. That's well, two half men. Yeah, and I don't know. People would be like, well, it's a full man then. Right, that's why it's yeah. confusing. Right. So that's who I'm going with. Like I said, we'll have pictures available uh, in the show notes out there in the socials. That way you can get a better look. Uh, we described it perfectly, like. though. Yeah, I think it's pretty much what it looks like. Um, all right, so let's let's look at the Hubie, first Hubie Halloween. Hubie Dubois looks like Adam Sandler, <laughs> if you need to know what he looks like. <laughs> Even with his character choicing, like no, like, giveaway. Uh, he'd be wearing, like, dorky clothes, probably. Okay, all right. So let's go with the first competition here. He wears average clothes. To be fair. I'm just I'm too harsh. Um, bobbing for apples. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're at a great Halloween party. You know, Chris, maybe you're throwing this Halloween party. I know you're really trying to get your uh, your base going there for your for your neighborhood. Bobbing for apples, an event that probably will never ever happen ever again I, anywhere. That I, I can it think already of. probably wasn't happening much because it's pretty gross. That is true. It is pretty gross. I could see and this maybe hard. at a college it's, party. Yeah, I agree. That's like probably the last. Yeah, it's pretty hard to grab an apple with your teeth. Have too. you ever bobbed for apples? I I don't think so. No, I did once at a Halloween party, and it was very difficult. Yeah, it's really hard, right? Very, especially difficult. if it's a big apple. Yes. So, um, Hubie Halloween. Yep. Why would he be better at bobbing for apples than here's, Gallon Merrick? Here's what I think. Um, Hubie Dubois loves Halloween. It's his favorite holiday more than I love Halloween. Like, he's, like, obsessed with Halloween. He looks forward to it all year. So I, I think the fact that bobbing for apples is a is a very popular Halloween activity, it's something he probably has done multiple times. It doesn't feature in the movie. So I'm, I'm kind of basing this off of just general character traits. So, but I, what I'm saying is, it's something he's at least had he's done before. It won't be foreign to him. Um, the other thing that he does, well, I don't know if this would help him in bobbing for apples. So he, he has a lot of gadgets, but bobbing bobbing for apples is pretty strict on hands behind your back, Correct. head in the water. So I actually I can't really. He he has a thermos that is like a Swiss Army thermos that he made himself. So it has like a grappling hook, so he could <laughs> grapple apples. But like I said. Mouth only. Um, I think he has an average sized mouth as far as I can tell. So um, that, I'm just going to say I'm just hoping the experience and general love of Halloween. Like the other thing that's going to help him is he's going to like go all in. Like he's not going to hold back. He's not going to be like, oh, this is kind of embarrassing for me to stick my head in a book in the water. He's just dunking him, dunking in there. It's all for it. Yeah. Yeah. He has no shame. He has no like no social like awareness to like hold back or anything. Do you think he's the type of character who – he would keep his head in there until absolutely he got it. He yes. got an apple. Absolutely. Wow. So he's willing to kill himself if, and drown uh, if, himself. If this scene was in the film, he'd be he'd, he'd be full head in the water. There'd be he'd be thrashing around wildly, <laughs> and then like the bubbles would stop, and you'd question. They'd be like playing it like, did he just die? And then he'd come out with an apple in his mouth. I can visually picture that. <laughs> I can absolutely picture that. If you told me that was in the movie, I believe you. Uh, I, I wish totally it was. You. Yeah. Did Did you remember in Hocus Pocus two had bobbing for apples? Do you remember that? One of the scenes people were doing it in the background, and I just thought, that's something oh, no. that no one does. I right. As far as I know, in my life experience, I guess. I'm going to add that to our poll later on. I want to know uh, the listeners. Yeah, uh... may- maybe I'm way off base. Maybe maybe it's just not something I'm around. But like, I feel like trying to hold a giant apple in your mouth and gross spit water is not, is not no, like a that's, fun that's, thing. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> Especially if you're biting apples that other people have already tried biting to yeah. get that apple, and they miss, and they got another one. And... There's, just, there's just better following activities. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah, it's fascinating. I, I'm curious how that even started, the history of bobbing for Apple. That's a great question. If you had yeah. to make it up, what would you say? <sighs> well, uh. we got to get into a way. Why... All right, all right, all right. This is what happened. Ready? Uh, there were prisoners, and the guards were really screwed up. Okay. So the prisoners' hands are tied. Okay, keep this family friendly, right? Yeah, yeah. And and the guards maybe it was like maybe it was a holiday and the guards felt like they needed like some kind of like entertainment. So they had this barrel full of apples and like nasty like mop water and they were like you guys can eat these apples. Like that's your meal. And like the prisoners like they're hungry and they just immediately just start like, you know, bobbing their heads in there to try to get as many apples as they can. And then like once the guards leave their shift, they go home and they start telling people about this crazy thing they did at work that day. And thus bobbing for apples is born. That was that was a very weird take on it. <laughs> I have I have a just I have one that's just as weird. Here, here's here's my um origin story for bobbing for apples. Uh in one of the very first early Halloween parties, before it was even Halloween, it was the it was like a I think it was an Irish pagan holiday. I forget. That sounds right. Scottish, Irish, uh, whatever. Um, they'd they they'd have a a town gathering and they'd bring food from their farms. So like the apple farmer would bring apples. But um, so this is one of the first gatherings. Um, the 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 apple farmer from this town was famous for having no hands, no arms. He lost them in a <laughs> tragic farming accident. And on the way to the uh, when he got to the party, uh, his apple cart tipped over and fell in the in the in a lightning. <laughs> And this guy dove in and picked out every apple with his with his mouth and saved all the apples. And then it became like a tradition in that town to like dive in and pick up apples with their teeth. And then it eventually came to like doing it in a barrel and stuff like that. And his name was Bob. Johnny Appleseed. Oh. I was going to say Bob. Bob was good too. Because then you get bobbing. Yep. I get it. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> you just kind of looked at me like, why did you say that? No, I was jealous you thought of something better than Johnny Appleseed and it was just Bob. Wow, Johnny Appleseed lost his arms and his legs. <laughs> just his arms. Just, just his just arms or hands. Yeah, true. Either work for the for the joke, I think. <laughs> well, fascinating. I'm curious to see uh, what the listeners are going to think here. Yeah, let's see how uh, Edward Scissorhands over here does it. So, so, yeah, so he's not going to use... He, he, so this is the interesting thing because sometimes when you go to a Halloween party and you're wearing like a full out costume, especially one with a mask, mm -hmm. you get to a point at the, in the night where you want to take it off because sure. you're hot, you want to eat, yep. or um, you want people sweaty, to you know? you're sweaty. You want people to know who you are because if you have the mask on, people might legitimately not know who you are. But he is going to keep it on. Oh he's boy, gonna, he's going to keep that mask on. He's going to keep that to mask Bob on. for. Are you crazy? To Bob for apples. How? Yeah. What's he going to do? So my, what I'm thinking here is like if if you notice like there's like this sharp point to the side of his mask right there that kind of flares out a little, a little bit. I think his his plan is to you know smack his head <laughs> in, into the into the into the water barrel uh, there and um, like pierce an apple with uh, with part of his helmet. And then pull it out. I didn't think you'd go there, but that that might work actually. Yeah, I th I think I think um, that's the best actually method to go about it. Also, it's very uh, sanitary. He's not having to put his whole mouth in there. So if well, someone there has COVID, you know, are there he's holes not... in the mask? No. How does air get in there? How does he breathe? Uh, it's great. I mean, I don't know the logistics I... of the mask there. I'm not sure. Well, there's like slits in it. Maybe a filter. Are you saying they're just decorative? Something. There probably is a filter. There might be, yeah. Something Does it change the sound line. of his voice? 
Oh, that's another great question. Like I said, game came out like 12 years ago. Oh. I don't know. I have to double check. It didn't the have voice one. acting. Well, so it did. I'll get into that in my fun facts. But I don't. I don't remember if it was a change to voice when he was wearing the helmet. That oh, okay. was only in the second game. So, yeah, I think I think by just by doing that, he's going straight in. He can just worry about. He doesn't have to use his like because like sometimes when you're doing that, like it gets tiring when you're, you know, going. I can hour, imagine you know yeah. and trying to trying to do that and whatnot. So he's not going to get uh, a tired jaw. He's just going to be. He's gonna look silly, just like like he's kind of like flapping like a fish, like slamming his head into the barrel there. He could always cheat and use the force but too if he wanted. He could, he could, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I wonder if I'll there's a special fair. force power for bobbing for apples. I would just yeah. say like you're gonna add it in the next movie. Just bring, oh man, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> It'd be called force, force apple, force bob, force apple pull, force bobbing, force force apple pull. Yeah, I think that makes sense. So that's that's my tactic: keep the helmet on. You're, he's he's throwing it in there. He's using the sharp edges on said uh, mask to uh, to pierce an apple, pull it out, and then go from there. It's gonna be it's gonna be all wet. It's gonna mask the mask gonna be all wet all night. Ah, no, it'll, it'll dry off. <laughs> it'll dry off. All right, Chris. Let's look at the second event in our Halloween party we're throwing tonight. We have the costume contest. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first? I'll go, go first? I'll go first, and okay. I'll, I'll stay. Tr- I'll stay true to my character because he does actually wear. <laughs> he does actually wear a costume in one scene. Okay. It, it might not win me this competition, but I'm I'm being honest. Um, can you Google search um, Hubie du- Hubie Halloween? Co- or I don't. It, that's gonna just come up with costumes, right? Hubie Dubois. So it's a Hubie Dubois. Uh, gym costume or something. So there's a scene in, in a school cafeteria. So so part of what this guy does is. He does safety monitoring on Halloween, so he'll ride his bike around, make sure everyone's safe, you know, no no, no troublemakers, helping kids out if they need help. And another thing he does is give a speech at the local school on Halloween safety, uh, like the day before Halloween or like the last school day before Halloween. Is so, this when he's wearing the eye patch? Uh, I thought he had a sheet on. Does, is he wearing Oh, sheet? wait, when he's a ghost? Yeah, so <laughs> so he comes with a, wearing, with a sheet on. He's a ghost. Very... <laughs> Very classical, a very classic. Not, not, not a lot of imagination, and uh, because this is an Adam Sandler movie and Adam Sandler written, the sheet also has stains on it, which they, which he's made fun of for. He, he's constantly made fun of because he's a he's a very, um, uh, I'll just say, dorky guy. I, I don't know if that fully captures the essence of Hubie Dubois, but but the town basically everyone in the town just like lives to like dump on this guy, and including children at school. Because he gives, he tries to like tell them how to be safe on Halloween, and they just throw food at him. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. So, uh, he so so his his costume would be a ghost costume. It would be made from his own sheets, and they would be stained because he still wets the bed sometimes. Um. So is the, the he's in this picture that I have here? He's holding a sign that says "ghost." Yeah, I actually that... don't remember that. But <laughs> now, does yeah. the sheet go completely over top of him? I think when he walks up, it is he's completely covered, and then he did, pulls it up. Does to it talk. have eyes? I think it did have eyes. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember, but it would have eyes. Is okay. that important? I mean, like if you're like like usually like ghost costumes, like they have the eye marks so yeah. that way a they right. can see. But like you also know that they're a ghost. Then mm-hmm. I feel like if they just have a sheet over top of your head, you just kind of like <laughs> looks. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing, pal? You know, uh, I'm gonna say even if it, this exact scene didn't have the eye holes, he would use he he'd go all out for this contest and have eye holes. <laughs> he'd up the ante on his normal bedsheet ghost costume. So it's very interesting that you tell me that the main character, the the, the titular character of this film. That's the only costume he wears in this entire movie. 
I mean, unless you count, so he, he, when he rides around on his bike, he wears a sash that says like Halloween monitor or something like that. Okay. But I, I can't remember any other scene where he wore a costume. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. All right. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see if that'll hold up in the, uh, in the costume contest here. So, uh, Galen Merrick, like I said, uh, great, just a great costume. Like Chris said, he kind of looks like a homage. Are you saying that's his costume? I'm going yeah. to challenge this. Uh, that's not a costume. That's his, just his normal work outfit. Well, that's, well, that's the whole point. That's why I chose this guy. Because of the outfit that he has. So, but since for Halloween, he's just being himself? No, like, this is, like, someone, like, it's, like, him, like, dressed in this costume that he, like, wears at one point. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I just, I just want to bring that up. I don't know if this qualifies as a costume. Well, you chose the costume that he wore. Because it was an actual costume. It's not like what he wore every single day. Oh, I see. What it's you're like saying. saying if like his, he saying. wore like a jeans and a button shirt, that's his costume. I, I, I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, I'm just kind of going with like him, the character as his. I get what you're doing. I have to. I'm sorry, that's Steve. Fine. I have to do. I know this. it's I part of the to. show. It's part of the show. I don't enjoy this. So I just need the fans to know <laughs> you're full of. You're full of it. So, I mean, if you if you were to go and buy this online, I mean, this thing's easily it's costing high quality. you. Oh, super high quality. Very, super like super high quality. Nice leather, black. Leather. It's like black leather. He's got he's got the black the, leather the bands. Beskar alone would be so expensive. If if it is Beskar, I'd be curious <laughs> if that is. Beskar. I don't know if they had. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that was canon when when this was uh, when this was coming out. Anywho, um, but uh, he's got he's got his lightsaber which lit lit up. That would be super cool to see. You know, in in the room, he'd probably do some cool. Some cool entrance uh, flips and twirls with it. Um, he could kind of come up to, close to the judges and and use his like Freddy Krueger type <laughs> fingers and kind of like scare them a little bit in his way. And um, I, I I don't think he would say anything. I think he would just kind of be there like mysteriously oh, very, walking very walking through very being very very spooky. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I think I think that would just completely impress uh impress the judges with with what he's got going on so i'll, I'll say this in, in this contest today the judges are our listeners because they'll be voting correct but if my kids were judging this co- costume competition they'd be so scared of that guy and cry yeah and they love ghosts ghosts putting sheets on their heads is like their favorite costume so they'd probably vote for for, for matt I, for you i think you are right <laughs> they probably they probably would adults probably would be like okay a sheet is pretty lame this costume's awesome have you show you probably haven't shown your kids hubie halloween no, no definitely not would you this halloween or no 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 way no okay no it's not a kid's that, movie that, oh interesting I mean, not a not, not a two and four year old yeah kids no movie. i gotcha okay all right fair enough um so i think i think yeah he just he has great um accessories with his costume and I think that would just uh, wow the judges with with what he's got. So that's that's Galen right there. He looks pretty cool. Costume contest, yeah, it, it, it's pretty awesome. If I ever see someone dress up as him, I'm gonna. That's a, it's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. Do All you right. think his his design is similar to like some other? Like he looks. He reminds me of like some of the other. Um, who was that other guy who wore like full face? Um, I, I thought it also started with an M, like like Malik or uh... Darth. There's a Darth Malik. Did he wear a, a full face helmet? Like there that? was one that it kind of goes up to like his nose, I think, or his like mouth. There's a Darth Malik. Yeah, I wonder, from, that might be Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. I'm not sure. All right, Chris. Let's go into our third competition of tonight's Halloween cost. Uh, excuse me, Halloween competition. We have pumpkin carving oh 
Is this something that fits um, Hubie Halloween or Hubie Dubois, pardon me's uh, repertoire? Uh, great question. And I, so he'll, because of his general like obsessive love of Halloween, I think it is something he likes. And it's the, it's like a safe uh, kid friendly side of Halloween, which is definitely what he likes because he's scared of everything. He doesn't like scary stuff. So like decorating a pumpkin, like carving a pumpkin would be exactly like where he's at. Like he, he decorates his whole yard like crazy. So I, I think he, he, he definitely is a skilled pumpkin carver just from like years of experience. Okay. But I can't think of in the movie, if he carved a specific pumpkin, like even if there was a scene, they like panned across his yard and he had a carved pumpkin. I don't remember. Cause he does do a ton of yard decorations. Now, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to say he's, he's just a good pumpkin carver in general. Would you trust him with a knife? Um, for pumpkin carving. Yeah. Yeah. He's not like, he's not like dangerous. Okay. Okay. Uh, what do you think would be his go-to to carve? That's a great question. That's what I was trying to think of. So he is very like classic Halloween. He's, and he's not like going to do anything crazy. So he might just do a jack-o'-lantern face. If yeah, I, if I, mean, I had to classic. guess, he's probably doing traditional yeah, classic. pumpkin jack o it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good place to go if you're, if you're trying to, you know, just get the job done there. Um, okay. All right. Um, now, um, at first, when I was thinking of how Galen Merrick would would carve a pumpkin, I was thinking about his lightsaber. But no, we're not we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Uh, but what, like we pointed out, he has these great Freddy Krueger claws, and easy to carve out a pumpkin right there with those. I don't know if I'd say it's easy. You don't think so? Well, yeah. I just don't know if you have the dexterity with with each. Like, imagine using your pinky to carve us carve something. Well. I mean, that would be like a last resort. Like, if like all the other blades <laughs> okay. broke, and okay. I'm like, I gotta use my pinky. No, I mean, I actually, I actually carved a pumpkin today, and using um, just like that knife, just kind of sawing motion going through, it was it was pretty easy. So I think, I mean, if you if I had a, a knife attached to my finger and I was just sawing, it had at to it, be like, sturdy. It had to be like sturdily attached. Correct, and his, his are wrapped around his fingers, so that's 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 perfect right there. So. No problem doing that whatsoever, but now it comes down to the to the art of what what he would do, right? What would this creepy guy do? That's a great question. So he could do. Have you ever seen um, people who just take like a drill gun and they just drill holes in in pumpkins and they put the little candle in it yes. and it just kind of like the light looks cool, yeah, light you know coming out of it. So I could see him just kind of poking a bunch of holes in it with his fingertips going at it and. He could say uh, it's the galaxy, you know. It's got all the stars and whatnot. That's pretty neat, kind of, kind of the way it looks, you know. But that's also kind of simple, you know. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to say anyone could do that, but it's... I feel like it's not edgy enough for this guy. He looks like an edge lord. Looks no. like he's gonna carve like a bat, something, something. Some, something dark. So what I could also see him doing is I could see him. So I've never done this before. Have you seen the people who carve pumpkins but they don't go all the way through? Oh yeah, Nicole can do that. She's done that's that before. impressive. Yeah. That's super cool, right? Yeah. And and it's just like the light going through the pumpkin. So I think what he would do is he would carve a very intricate pumpkin of his master, which is Darth Vader, right? So he's sticking with that creepy, dark vibe, right? It's a crowd pleaser. Everyone loves Vader. The Obi-Wan Kenobi show proves that everybody loves Darth Vader. What do you make, like the Vader helmet? Yeah, like the Vader helmet. Are you telling me this guy has the artistic skills to carve a Vader helmet pumpkin with his knife fingers? Are you telling me that this guy does not? Had the artistic ability. Yeah, what what in his life would lend him to like artistic ability? 
Uh, he's a he's a killer, Steve. Well, he's he's put that costume together somehow. <laughs> That's true. He yeah. got that together, so he's got a great eye. Maybe he bought it. Maybe there's a Sith costume <laughs> supplier. <laughs> They come in, they're like, like, ah, trying to overthrow your, your boss, I like see. It's okay. the Edna mode of the Sith. <laughs> yeah, they, they get it all ready for him. So I think I think that's what he would do. I think he would carve it, not in, in the way like your wife does, where it, it, it shine. I don't know what that is even called. I don't know either. Yeah, where it, you don't, yeah but you're not going all the way through. Um, and then, after it's judged, right? Whether he wins or loses, that's up to the listeners to decide. But what he would do is... Since he's angry, he's angry at Darth Vader because Darth Vader basically like left him for dead, killed him. Um, he, he would then like have this dramatic like destruction of the pumpkin to like show his revenge on on his master. He would go all like Gallagher on it, just like smashing <laughs> the pumpkin in the middle of the floor, in the middle of the room. Okay. So, also scary to children. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm I hope cur- the judges are young. It's in this very, context. it's very interesting that you're, 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 you're gearing this whole. You're gonna have to have your kids vote on this episode. I feel because that would help me. <laughs> yes, it would. I mean, I am saying things that help my character and not yours. That's kind of the point. Well, you, no, I understand. I understand, but I, I think his would have just a little more. Uh, Hubie Halloween or Hubie Dubois. Sorry, I keep calling him Hubie Halloween. You can call him that. Hubie Dubois pumpkin just looks like a pumpkin that anybody could do, and. That's Hubie. You know? Right. Yeah, that's a, but sorry. the judges might like that because it's a classic. Well, that's a, I stay true to my character, and you pretended your character was like <laughs> Vincent Van Gogh of Pumpkin, so. <laughs> he does have two ears. Your guy would, would have no time for carving a pumpkin. He's like, this is a waste of my time. He'd poke two holes in it with his lightsaber, scratch across it, and he'd be like, look, it's a scary face with a scratch on it. I think it'd be really hard to, to carve a pumpkin with a lightsaber. He just very pokes, just two eye holes. Just just stabs it, and, and then it cooks, it cooks some pumpkin too. There you go. Oh, it's smell nice. Smiley. Yeah. He could do the the uh, the Watchmen logo probably with the lightsaber. Oh yeah, you're right. His claws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought of the um, the Sith I was thinking of, uh, Darth Revan. Revan. Oh, Darth Revan. Yeah, he has a full mask. At least in the picture I just looked up. Uh, I'm trying to remember Darth Revan. Uh, white. I think so. It was lighter. Oh, that's not the one I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darth Revan. Yep. I was thinking of this one, which is Darth Nihilus. Oh, yeah, yeah, Right yeah. here. That's the white one. That's from Knights of the Republic 2. Yeah, Darth Revan. The yep. Sith have, like... I, I, I said he's not artistic, but they have, like, an eye for, for coolness in their costumes. Like, they, they, they keep it... They keep it... There's definitely some creativity involved. So I will say this, too. Uh, <laughs> totally off, off brand... Off topic... But you are right with her creativity, because growing up as a kid, I always said that the Sith had the coolest lightsaber hilts. Yeah, their aesthetic is nice. You know, like you have you have the double bladed with Darth with Darth Maul. Count Dooku's had the curve to it. Darth Sidious was, was like the like, tiny I didn't one. Like the curve. You didn't like the curve? No. Darth Sidious is like super tiny. It was like palm sized, and then you get um, Kylo Ren with the cross guards. Yeah. And then that ray vision that she has, she has like the one that like flips open, yeah. which was super cool. The Sith, yeah, they know how to have design cool lightsabers for sure. Absolutely. All right, Chris, let's go into our final event of tonight's Halloween party. We are going into the corn maze. Or yeah. if you're saying it in English and Spanish, it means corn corn. Yep. Or if you confuse it, it could be a, a hay maze too. That's true. If you don't have corn to grow whatever um so it's funny i suggested this adding this and it actually would be bad for my character because like i mentioned he's actually afraid of anything even a little bit scary about halloween like scary costumes there's a scene where he has to go in a haunted house and he runs out screaming so 
the only reason he would go in a corn maze, and there is a corn maze in the movie Hubie Halloween, and he doesn't actually have to go in, is to help someone else. So, um, hmm, I, I, I don't want to, I'm trying to limit spoilers because I really want you to watch this. Yeah. But I think I'll just tell you this a little bit about this scene to know why he had to go in the corn maze. So someone, they make the town, everyone in the town, except for a few characters, make fun of Hubie for being just a weird dude. And including like pranking him like so bad on Halloween. And one of the pranks they do is they tell him that a kid is lost in the corn maze. So Hubie like legitimately cares about these people and cares about the town, which is why I think the character is like endearing and likable, except for that Adam Sandler plays him full Adam Sandler. Because he like, he just does like, he just is a nice guy. So he, he go, he'll, even though this town is like totally mean to him, he'll run into the corn maze to help some kid who probably would like throw an egg at his face. So he runs in. And, like, I also said he has, like, a full-on, like, Swiss Army thermos. It has, like, a grappling hook. It has... I don't even actually remember anything else. But he has a flashlight, I'm sure. So he's trying to look for this kid with the flashlight. Um, There's actually two other kids who come to help him who are not jerks. They're, like, the nice people in the movie. Um, But he's, like, would... This is something that would normally be a little scary to him. But he'll, he'll do it to help someone. And then the prank is... I forget what the prank was actually gonna be. Because it turns out that um, the the kid there's a kid, there's a mystery kidnapper throughout the film, and the kidnapper actually kidnaps the kid that was going to prank him. So I think they were just going to probably jump out and scare him. Okay. But instead, he saw this kid get kidnapped and tried to help him, and then it scared him. So that's all just to say <laughs> he needs to have a good reason to come in a corn maze, and he'd be, or he'd be very scared. So I don't know if this is the best for Hubie. <laughs> It'd be a lot of fun, though. I think he'd have a lot of fun in it. Um, so if it was during the day uh-huh. and there wasn't scary things in the cord maze, he would have a lot of fun. He'd probably approach it very, like, systematically because he is, like, very much, like, you know, I do things, like, he has a way he likes to do things. He he generally has a plan. So he'd be, like, he, he, he I think he'd be okay in those situations. But if it's, like, a nighttime cord maze with anything scary, ooh, no way. If he had to, like, create tasks in the corn maze, I know a lot of places have, you know, crossword puzzles you can complete or uh, map uh, clues you have to to find. Do you think he would, A, enjoy that, B, be good at it? He would absolutely love it because it'd be, like, Halloween-related. Uh-huh. But he's not, like, the smartest guy. So as long as they were hard, he might have trouble. Mm -hmm. And it could be something that if this was in the movie, they'd, like, play it for a joke that it was a very easy crossword clue that he doesn't (laughs) know partially because of his like social ineptitude right hocus blank right yeah so yeah is that a joke that they would probably play up or okay yeah but that that relates to a halloween thing so he might actually know that but like more like pop culture i was trying to think i couldn't actually think of something off the top of my head like a popular pop culture thing he probably wouldn't know gotcha unless it was halloween related but as long as it wasn't scary okay fair enough so maybe if it was like Michael blank. You would not know Michael Myers. Okay. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Right. What would your dude do in a corn maze? How do you do? Uh, yeah, oh, we so, should say real quick, what's the object of this corn maze? Like, is it like an in and out corn maze? I would say it's, it's, um, I would say it's in and out, but also, um, finding something. Like, okay. it, like it could be, like I said, it could be like crossword clues or it could be, um, cause like the one that we've done in the past, you're looking for crossword clues, crossword clues yeah. but they, t- I think they tell you the answer. Like they're like seven down or oh no, they do give you yeah, a you clue. Get, you get a clue. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 
but it's usually pretty obvious. I mean, yeah, it's for kids. So like, right. And usually you have people screaming out like number seven down. Is, yeah. And they, they, you know, they scream it out. All right. With that in mind, I'll, I'll just wrap up my thing. Hubie, as long as it's during the day and not scary, he would, he would do it and he'd be good. Like he'd be systematic about it. So mm-hmm. I think he would be like finish it, but I don't think he'd be t- very fast. He's okay. He'd take his time. Right. And worst, worst comes to worst, he does have a grappling hook on his thermos, so he could like grapple up to like a tree branch or like a low, uh, like if there's any type of scaffolding for like looking at people in the corn maze, he could yeah. he could uh, use that to his advantage potentially to get out or to use it to find answers. E- either one. Okay. All right. I don't think he would though, because he's also like a super rule follower. Okay. So he probably wouldn't if he considered that breaking the rules. I don't think he'd do it. Yeah, I think that would be considered breaking the rules. Uh. Galen Merrick, I, I don't think he would have any problem breaking the rules, but I'm not saying he's gonna like uh, Jedi mind trick people for answers or or stuff like that. Which he could easily easily do that. I think he would want to find his way through there to accomplish the challenge. So I think what he would do is he, he has a couple options. He could force run through the corn maze, which might be very hard because we've only seen Jedi force run in like a straight yeah, line so do doing quick, turning, quick yeah. turn would be very difficult but he could do like a force jump and just kind of jump over uh to different areas oh, of the yeah. maze and while he's in the air you can see yeah. he could, exactly he could get a good aerial view of what he's of what he's looking at um also like with the corn maze is like you kind of have to use your common sense in a way like if there's a huge group of people you know congregating a certain area you know <laughs> probably good hint you should probably start heading over there if you hear people over there too i thought you were actually gonna also say like a good sense of direction helps like to just know like oh i'm in the i'm in like the top left corner or something like right that. yeah hubie might eh, might be might not be good for him might be a challenge for him yeah definitely seems that way um also i mean just walking around the corn maze i think he would definitely terrify the other people who are in the oh corn for maze. sure that would be very scary because i remember we did one a couple years ago and it was at night we did it, which was a lot of fun. Oh, I love a night. night corn, nighttime corn maze. Yeah, I can't wait to do that again. And they, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that the people who were in the corn maze were working for the the corn maze. Like there were people just walking around in like creepy outfits. Oh, I don't even remember that. Yeah, and it was like they didn't touch you or anything. You know, they just like walked by you and just, like would stare into your your soul essentially. And I you, have no memory of that. Really? No, it was it was kind of weird. But that's the thing, like. It was when it was happening. You're kind of like, oh, God, I kind of want to get away from this area. <laughs> so it kind of throws you off a little bit because if you're on your trail and you're and you're heading towards an area, you think where the clue is. Now you're you're getting off track because of that distraction. Um, so he might be able to do that to the other people in the corn maze as well to throw them off the scent, um, kind of spook them off a little bit, so that way they they back up and then he can he can you know move forward and 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 whatnot. Um, so. Yeah, I think I think he would definitely enjoy his time in the corn maze, and I don't think he'd pull out his lightsaber and start hacking away at, at corn <laughs> stalks make his or own anything path. like that. Yeah, he could make his own path, which people do. I hate when people do that in corn mazes. Just you, walk through. You see people just walking through different areas. Is our corn the one that we've gone to? Do they have like different colors for different areas? They or no? They at least have a couple. They have like one color that's near the entrance, and okay. they have one color that like leads to the exit, so you don't get lost. When I was in college in Pennsylvania, there was this huge corn maze we would go to every year, and theirs was like very intricate, and they had certain colors for different sections of the maze. And the cool part was, you weren't finding clues. What you were doing is you were finding map pieces that you would tape to your map, and you could use it to 
figure out where you were. It was a map of the maze. And it was a map of the maze, but then it gets even cooler. So it was in, um, I don't know what the technical term is for it, but you had to wear like red glasses in order to see the map. Wow. Like it was like distorted with some kind of red color that would go away. So what happens is when you found a map piece, there was a, um, like a red like sheet thing there that you could slide it under. Oh, so, so that way you only look at it there. So, or you could pay the extra money to get the red glasses oh, really? and have them the whole time throughout the oh, maze. Oh, interesting. But That's a pretty good business to move there. It was really fun. It was a really cool that maze. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We did that a couple times um, in college. So, uh, but yeah, I mean that, that really wraps up the corn maze there. I think four interesting competitions um, with um, these two characters, I think, um, it's very uh, interesting to see what the listeners are going to have to say with, uh, <laughs> with these, definitely for sure, because we got a lot going on here. Um, before we get to the riddle, because we still want to do the riddle, is there anything else you want to add for Hubie Dubois? Any fun facts? I have fun any, facts. Anything? Have fun sure, facts. So, go for um, it. Let's see what you got. Uh, Adam Sandler's real-life daughters and wife appear in this movie. I don't know who they were, but they, they're in it somewhere. Um, there's a scene... In the movie where there's a reporter, a TV reporter, and a, according to IMDb, she was fired. She's a real, she was a real life reporter, and she was fired for violating her exclusive contract with the station she worked for. Which I that if that's the reason, that is so that's so unfair. Oh, because she was reporting, but as was, a character in the movie. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, that seems. Right. I, I think there were other factors with how she played the character in the movie that maybe like privately. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is the second time Adam Sandler and Julie Bowen were uh, starred together in oh, Love Interest. Oh, because um, what's the other one? Uh, Happy Gilmore. Yep, Happy right, Gilmore yep. in 1996. Yep. Um, so I also found the list of things that were in his Swiss Army thermos. Here's the things it could do: vacuum cleaner, telescope, <laughs> trowel, umbrella, electric screwdriver, torch, inhaler, megaphone, grappling hook, blender, pepper spray. And a thermos flask. <laughs> At least it does have the thermos flask. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, it, if it was everything but a thermos flask, that would be very disappointing. Um, and yeah, that, that's uh, that's good. That's good for Should times. it get a sequel? Oh, absolutely. It should, for sure. <laughs> it should. It should, yes. <laughs> I like it. All right. Oh, it also had um, Noah Schnapp in it um, the, the from Stranger Things. Oh, uh, Will Byers, right? Uh, no. yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so he's staying in the Netflix family right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, a couple things I'll add here for, um, Galen Merrick. So I, I mentioned that he's called Starkiller, uh, in, in the games. So, uh, Star Wars fans will definitely remember that from 2015's The Force Awakens, where the, the new planet killer they call the First Order. They call it uh, the Star Killer base, but if you didn't know this, Luke Skywalker's original last name was Star Killer. He was originally going to be called Luke Star Killer. Oh. So this actually paid homage to that first, and then this is no longer canon. So when they made The Force Awakens, they called that Star Killer, paying homage to Luke's original name. The character of Star Killer is voiced and actually performance captured in the video games from a guy named Sam Witwer. Uh, Sam Witwer is a very well-known voice actor. He's done a lot of different stuff, especially in the Star Wars universe. He's done a lot of stuff in um, 
the Clone Wars uh, animated show and also uh, Rebels animated show. Most notably, he voiced uh, Darth Maul and also uh, Emperor Palpatine uh, as well. Um, one other thing I want to throw in here is that his helmet, this helmet right here, the one that he's going to be bobbing for apples, is actually seen in the new show Andor. Um, not is, being worn oh. by a person. There is a uh, a setting that takes place at a basically like a den of antiquities, and it's just a tre- treasure trove full of Star Wars Easter eggs. And one of the items on display uh, in this shop is is his helmet. So now, of course, that's how Star Wars fans are. Now they're like, "Is Star Killer canon? Yeah. Is that how did he get that? Is Star Killer dead? Was he alive? All those all those different things that people throw in there." But um, there has been no confirmation from Lucasfilm regarding um, this character's uh, fate in canon. Who knows? Maybe one day he will. Oh, one other thing I want to add is in the video game, he's actually responsible for helping create the Rebel Alliance because Vader like casts him away. He actually kills him, but he doesn't. He he didn't kill him as much as he thought he did. Then he creates he's the only Rebel... partially dead. Yeah, he creates the Rebel Alliance like as a way to get back at Vader for for, oh. for trying to kill him. Um, so, but, uh, in, since he's no longer canon in the, in the star Wars canon now, uh, there is another character named Galen who is Galen Erso, who's Jin Erso's father, who's the main technician on the death star from rogue one. And he's kind of a reason the Alliance comes together. So some people have said that there are some similarities between, um, Galen Merrick's character in a way and also galen Erso's character uh in a way except one's canon and one's not so i just wanted to throw that in there because i thought that was pretty interesting chris are you ready for this uh riddle oh yeah so what i'm gonna I'm do gonna, i'm gonna think about this so what i'm gonna do don't look oh right i don't want you to see it um i'm gonna take the words yeah perfect i'm gonna perfect. put them in a doc real quick could you text them to me um whatever's in, easier actually I, yeah you can just copy i can put it in i'll put it in discord real quick oh perfect yeah all right just send it to you so okay. uh i actually do have to ask you mm-hmm. the fact that you sent me these words mm-hmm. is this enough to answer the riddle like one other thing i was thinking is that the sentence before was like it was a trick riddle where like there was a word in the sentence before that actually didn't belong is, like, is it actually one of these words? Yes, the it is. Okay. Yes, yes. So it just says, the, 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 the question reads, one of these words does not belong. Which is it and why? Okay. And you can, you can, take, gonna, you can take your time. It's going to take me a while, yeah. yeah. Would you have got this, Steve? No. I'm still trying to figure out why the answer is the answer. Oh, okay. Thank you. It's, I, 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 I understand what the why the answer is the answer. It's It's a very tough riddle uh, i don't know if i would have gotten that um all right so i'll say i i looking at it for a few minutes i have no idea so i'm gonna ask steve for a hint is there is it possible to give a hint i think so you would have to remove letters okay okay that's a good hint okay i think that's actually a really good hint so i'm noticing well let me let me see if i can figure it out and then i'll tell you my answer is the answer change? It is not change. Oh, dang it. Maybe I was wrong. So I, I was thinking uh, well, almost every word has another word inside of it. You are on 
the right track. Mm, is it how you make the word inside of it? It's what you remove in order to get the word inside of it. Okay, so uh, okay, so I think I know what it is then. So a lot of them you remove the first and last letter and make another word. Okay. Um. Oh, I, I didn't realize change makes hang. That the sound the word sound tricked me up. Okay, so that would mean it is carrot. That's a missing one. Raw hang love rope acre ton event win and rave. So carrot, right? Final answer? Yeah. You are correct. Man, that that's a, that was a very good riddle. Thank you. That's I needed a, a hint. One. I don't think that's I ever would have got that. Yeah, I, I would not have gotten that one at all. I, it actually took me multiple times reading their answer as to why it is that, and I still didn't understand. I had to go through each word and be like, well, I don't understand what they're, what they're trying to get at, but yes. Tough. Wow, like, thanks, for, Tough they got, thanks for that riddle. That was a great riddle. There you go. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. All right. Um, so we hope you all have a very safe and happy Halloween. Go out. Maybe you're bobbing for apples. If you do, go get a flu shot afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a little late. Um, but in all seriousness, enjoy the holiday. It's a fun time of year, um, and we appreciate everyone for listening. Uh, Chris, anything you want to add before we get out of here? No, happy Halloween. Happy I, Halloween. Thanks, for, thanks for saying that. Yeah, whatever you, whatever you choose to do. I hope you have a have a good night, even if it's just sit inside and watch a movie and hope you don't get trick-or-treaters because you don't have candy or something. <laughs> Whatever. Do something to make the night special how you would want it to be special. Watch, watch you be Halloween, maybe, you know? Check it out. Let me know what you think. I'd be curious to see the feedback. It's not an Oscar movie. winner, but I, I think it'll make you laugh. All right. Let's see. <laughs> Steve, are you going to – will you watch Will you watch you be Halloween? I – you've – Convince me into watching it. <laughs> I, I I'm not against watching it. Okay, so, cool. I left yeah. out there's I left out so many things too. You said there's a big uh, spoiler that you did not spoil, so I'll have well, to. Well, there is the mis- there is a, right, a mystery, mystery that runs right. through the whole movie. Yeah. So. All right, I'm down. I'm down. So um, thank you so much. As always, there will be a poll located in our show notes and as also on our website, whowouldwincast.com/vote, where you can vote for who you think would win. Between Galen Merrick, aka Starkiller, versus Hubie Halloween, Hubie Dubois, I apologize. Good job. In uh, some Halloween festivities, just to recap, we have Bobbing for Apples, a costume contest, pumpkin carving, and also a corn maze, not a hay maze. And lastly, <laughs> there will be a poll where we want to know. Are you bobbing for apples? Have you ever bobbed for apples? Is that a thing that you didn't even know about? Uh, Have you seen people do it? Let us know. We'd be curious to see what you have to say about that. Okay? As always, please make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and our website, whowouldwincast.com. Subscribe and rate wherever you listen to podcasts, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win Cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.